Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Grill Economist, coming to you on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. I'm flying solo. I don't have CJ in here. In fact, I started off this whole entire broadcast with a little flub. I went live, and I forgot to pull myself into the studio. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot to pull myself into the entire broadcast. It was pretty hilarious. Anyway, I caught myself, uh, and I made sure that the sound and the audio and everything is good. And uh, we're we're ready to rock and roll. Yes, yes, Gilbert, I am on time. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning to all of you. Texas Tom Payne, Gilbert Novak, Hobo Sermons, Albert Gies, Madonna Rose, Ronan Returns, Turning Japanese, Sky Queen, A. Dixie, what's up, buddy? Velez, what's up, my man? And we have some listeners from Australia as well. Good morning, Albert Jellas. Uh, Jay Martin's in the house. Um, Harry Honkunen. Harry, what's going on? How are you, buddy? Kevin Champagne, John, Mike, John Michael Karma. Zoran Medjovic from Australia. Good day, mate. Um, who else? Regina Major. Everybody's here. Crypto King, what's up? The Hexican is there. Yes, 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 yes. Ronan returns. Everybody, thank you all for tuning in this morning. Um, with that being said, where do we want to begin? RogueNews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. We're everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. And make, you, make sure you check out our paid sponsors, MyCBDEdibles.com. MyCBDEdibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. And with that all out of the way, I guess we can delve into the news of the day. I mean, there's lots going on. Okay, lots going on. Um, let's see. Uh, there we go. So it seems, folks, there's some international news, some local news and whatnot. Some, I'm sorry, some domestic news, not local. Local news has no bearing. Um, we have, this morning was uh, kind of officially put out there. Durham is officially, John Durham is officially going after Hillary Clinton. He's been following a rabbit trail for quite some time. And so far, there has been many arrests, the exact number of which I'm not exactly sure. I have heard 10-plus already have been caught, arrested. Uh, we know about the uh, three or four major ones whose names have been leaked by the media uh, who are out there that have been caught. We know that uh, the he is right now circling the wagons of the Clinton lawyers. What does this mean and how does this pertain to the larger picture? I'm not exactly sure. I don't want to jump the gun saying this is it. This is going to be the takedown of Hillary Clinton that we've all been waiting for. I'm not so sure of that. I, I, I don't know. Nobody knows at this point because we're like people who are reading other people's mail, so to speak. Right? We're Driving by their mailbox, we're reaching in, we're taking out the letters, and we're reading those letters. We don't know exactly the context of what is being spoken of or discussed amongst the inner circles. All we can do is speculate on what what we think is, is going to be the bearing here, what it really means, and where things are going to go. Now, this is pretty... Pretty strong movement in the right direction. 
Durham is investigating the Clinton campaign. And this is by uh, Technofog via the reactionary. Latest filings by special counsel John Durham reveals that lawyers for the Hillary Clinton campaign, and let me pull this up. This is why I don't this is why I need to teach. Let me pull this up so that you can see it, my friends. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, good. Uh-huh. Share screen. All right, there it is. The latest filings by special counsel John Durham reveal the lawyers for the Hillary Clinton campaign now represent Christopher Steele's primary subsource, Igor Dabashenko. How do you like them apples? Right. Hillary Clinton's campaign, the lawyers that were for Hillary Clinton, Perkins Coie, the infamous Perkins Coie, who are the lawyers for Hillary. Now, all of a sudden, they are rushing to the aid of Igor Dashenko. Igor Dashenko is a very key individual. Now, let's walk through the significance of the fact. Dashenko is the primary source of the Christopher Steele document. He's the, fi- the primary guy. He was arrested, if you remember, back on November the 3rd, 2021. And he was arrested for giving multiple false statements to federal officials during his 2017 interviews with the FBI. And these included, folks, lies about Dushenko's sources. He lied about his travels to Russia. He lied about all his contacts that he had. He falsified contacts. He falsified contacts that he had with Sergey Milian, who was a, uh, a, a you know who supposedly corroborated this whole Russia hoax thing, which never happened. Notably, Durham alleges that one of Dushenko's real sources, okay, get ready for this one, real sources was Charles Dolan Jr. Okay. Perhaps first identified as Aaron Matei. Remember Aaron Matei? You probably heard Jim Jordan cross-examining, Matt Gates cross-examining a lot of these guys who are linked to the, the Christopher Steele dossier. You've probably heard that name come up in congressional testimony, Aaron Matei. Well, the Aaron Matei, all evidence is starting to show, folks, is most likely Charles Dolan Jr., And the thing about Charles Dolan Jr. is this guy was serving in various leadership positions with Bill Clinton. In fact, he was the architect of getting, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, He was the architect of me getting elected as governor. uh, And then he helped me get uh, elected as president in 1992. I was, uh, uh, Charles is a good friend of mine. (laughs) Uh, he and I smoke uh, cigars together. <laughs> we like to wear blue dresses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Slick Willie. Dolan helped Slick Willie both in 92 and in 1996. He was an advisor also. You're going to love this. This sneaky, sniveling, scumbag rat. This human postulate that is that is Charles Dolan. Also ran the 2016. The 2016 Hillary Clinton campaign. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry if I got a little mixed up here. Aaron Matei is the investigative journalist who discovered Charles Dolan. Excuse me. I apologize for that mix up. So watch this. So we knew that the Hillary Clinton campaign paid for the Steele dossiers and the work of Fusion GPS. This was arranged through their attorneys 
and the DNC attorneys at Perkins Coie, notably Mark Ellis and Michael Sussman. Elias left the firm this summer. Sussman was indicted on September of 2021 by Special Counsel Durham for giving false statements relating to Alpha Bank and the Trump hoax. Oh, yeah, Trump has a multi-billion dollar account at Alpha Bank. Nope. It is highly likely that the Clinton campaign was receiving updates on the Fusion GPS, which I like to call the Confusion GPS. Christopher Steele's work once they were hired by Perkins Coie in spring of 2016. After all, this is the work, this is work the client, quote unquote, the Clinton campaign paid for. This is consistent with the Clinton campaign, notably Jake Sullivan receiving back channel updates on the Alpha Bank hoax. In the Clinton campaign, if the Clinton campaign was being informed of the work by Fusion GPS, what of the likelihood that the Clinton campaign was also being informed, was also informing the work of G, uh, Clinton, Fusion GPS? After all, it was the Clinton's idea to link Trump and Russia in the first place. An associate of the Clinton campaign, Sidney Blumenthal, were working to corroborate parts of the dossier. With that in mind, I leave you with this tidbit of information provided by the New York Times in September. Some of the questions that Mr. Durham's team has been asking in recent months, including of witnesses, it subpoenaed before a grand jury, according to people familiar with some of the sessions, suggests that he's been pursuing a theory that Clinton campaign used Perkins Coie to submit dubious information to the FBI about Russia and Mr. Trump in an effort to gin up investigative activity to hurt his 2016 campaign. With that background in mind, let's review what's going on in Deschenko's criminal case. He was originally represented by Chris Schaffbach and Mark Schimmel on December the 6th, 20, on December the 6th. Stuart Sears appeared on behalf of Deschenko and Schaffbach and Schimmel dropped out of the case. According to Durham's latest filing, Stuart Sears is a partner at the law firm Schlitzer, Ornato, Mead, and Sears. Notably, the firm is currently representing the 2016 Hillary for America presidential campaign and the Hillary Clinton campaign as well as multiple former employees of that campaign in matters before the special counsel. Did you catch that? The Hillary Clinton campaign and its employees are subject to matters before the special counsel. Durham notices that the potential conflict of interest informing the court that Deschenko's trial might raise the following issues. Number one, the Clinton campaign's knowledge or lack of knowledge concerning the veracity of information in the Fusion GPS report sourced by Deschenko. The Clinton campaign's awareness or lack of awareness of Deschenko's collection methods and subsources. Ah, who cares, right? Meetings or communications between among the Clinton campaign, Fusion GPS, and or the steel regarding, the, regarding or involving Deschenko, and Deschenko knowledge or lack of knowledge regarding Clinton campaign, role in the activities surrounding Fusion GPS, the extent of which the Clinton campaign or its representatives directed, solicited, or controlled Deschenko's activity. Durham even raises the potential that members of the Clinton campaign may be called to testify at Deschenko's trial. Wow. To this observer, it seems like the Clinton campaign's involvement in the dossier was deeper than what anyone has known. That is huge. That is huge. So you get the low-level rat, Dushenko. Then you call in witnesses and individuals and other suspects in the questioning of this rat and his motives and his sources and information, which in turn opens up other sources of information. Now, I don't know how far this is going to go. But it's looking like it's moving in the right direction. I am hopeful that something would come out of it. 
But all the things that we've been seeing is that justice for all is just a catchphrase and it's not reality. It's justice for some and above justice for the most elite, very elite. The rest of us, we get nothing. So I am hopeful that something would come out of this and it won't be just another takedown, which I suspect there's a, there's a, a knowing gut feeling in me that it's going to be low-level idiots once again and middle managers once again that are going to be taken down and thrown under the bus. And once again, the heavy hitters will have the plausible deniability that they need because these guys don't do anything without plausible deniability. And they will have that, and they'll skate. For the love of God, if Hillary was standing before Comey, and, and Comey, when he went on uh, on the air back in the uh, 2016 campaign, when he said that you know, she was uh, not uh, purposely negligent. It was unintentionally negligent. The reason why she had a server in her bathroom that she put secret documents on that everybody else could steal. Folks, it is disgusting. It would be a morale boost for this country if this Durham investigation really did throw Hillary Clinton behind bars. If it really did throw the uh, the, the the people that are in her campaign and all the other individuals that are with her behind bars. It would be ideal if the deep state was taken down, but the deep state is an entrenched thing. Folks, you got to understand, there is not a single political person in the United States that's going to take down the deep state. Why? Because it is the nature of politicians to be cowardly. It is the nation of polit- it is the nature of politicians to wax eloquent and, and, and say all sorts of wonderful words and act like they're angry and upset, but they'll never get into the deep issues. It is the nature of politicians to question Fauci on wearing a mask and, and, and vaccine mandates and how many boosters you need and this, that, and the other. But they won't take that servile rat and rake him over the coals about what happened to the 532 kids that he killed in New York. What happened to the hundreds of other kids in seven other states? God knows the numbers. They won't rake him over the coals with that. No, 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 that's swimming in the deep pool. We don't want to swim in the deep side of the pool. We stay in the shallows. Mask mandates. Lockdowns. Yeah, we'll argue about that. Just like we have other football issues. Things for the the voting polar proletariat to kick around, such as such as gay marriage and taxes and all this other BS. And, oh, my God, parents are shocked that public schools suck. Oh, critical race theory. Hello. Now you're waking up? You see, the only thing that's going to kill the deep state, you know, I heard a, a preacher a long time ago say, you know, you can't crucify yourself. Right? Like if you're trying to live a good life, if you're trying to live a righteous life, this individual said, is that the flesh cannot crucify the flesh. In other words, you know, if you were to hang yourself on the cross and you take a nail, you drive it through your feet, then you take the hammer and you nail your your left arm. Well, your right arm's still there. How are you going to nail that in? So the deep state is not going to kill the deep state. Politicians are not going to kill the deep state. Nothing in America is going to kill the deep state. Except one thing. You have one chance. You have one chance to kill this thing. You have one chance to kill the beast. That's a dollar collapse. The dollar collapse and what happens very quickly thereafter is going to be the determining factor of where this country is going to be. When the economy goes off the rails and it finally implodes, there are going to be those in positions of power that want to bring about and control the narrative of a Green New Deal, a Build Back Better, and a brand new Great Reset that's going to deindustrialize this country, bring it to a type of hellhole that you can't even imagine. It'll be so dystopic, you would wish that you were living in North Korea.
The other option is that you rise up and the people rally around the cause of liberty and freedom. And then maybe this country will reemerge as two separate countries. I don't see this country going forward as, as, as the 50 states of the United States. I don't see that in the future for this country. It will remain the 50 states unless they, if they obliterate us economically, they control the narratives, they get their stormtroopers in, and then they have the 50 states of the United States under their tyrannical control, and most freedom-loving people will be liquidated in concentration camps. Reality number one. Reality number two, we have two countries. You blue states want to have at it. We're practically at this point politically incompatible. Worldviews are incompatible. Morals are incompatible. Incompatible. Ethics are completely incompatible. We share nothing alike with these people. They could have their blue hell holes. We'll stay in our red productive states, and that's that. Have an amicable divorce. They could have the USSA, the United Socialist States of America, and we could have the the, uh, the 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 Constitutional Republic of the United States or something like that. The American Federation, whatever you want to call it. It would be nice. You see, you know, a lot of people, look, I get it. You know, it's nice that, that the stuff is happening with Durham. Maybe some of the normies would wake up. Oh, wow, this is true. There, There's a lot. And they'll probably feel the sting that just like everything else in American politics, everything goes up to level eight. Nobody pulls the switch on the kill shot. And then they backtrack. Case in point. Talking about this with my better half last night. Trump was leaving office 2020. Of all the pardons he could have pardoned, right? He, who did he pardon? He pardoned Snoop Dogg? Somebody who made a video, a music video about shooting Trump in the head? He pardoned him. He, par- he pardoned Kodak Black. Who the, hell are, who the hell are these degenerate rappers that he's pardoning? Mentally retarded Kodak Black. Didn't pardon Julian Assange. And yesterday, it was all over the news, Trump was gloating about how great the vaccines are. Right? About how, how you know, he was with Bill O'Reilly. I mean, <laughs> I was watching Alex Jones having a complete meltdown Because Trump was out there saying that, oh, yeah, the vaccine, you know, don't let them take that away from you. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's totally terrific. It's fantastic. Don't let them take that away. It's the vaccines. We did that. No, we didn't do that, man. Folks, you cannot intellectually wish away Operation Warp Speed. You cannot intellectually dismantle and try to quantify it as some sort of a 3D chess maneuver at all. And this is like synonymous of everything. And this is what I'm trying to tell you folks. Politicians are not courageous creatures. They're cowards. When the chips are on the table, they back off. Chips are on the table, Assange doesn't get pardoned. Chips on the table, Operation Warp Speed. Chips on the table, Doesn't say jack shit about the people that are still rotting in prison in Washington, D.C. over January the 6th. Everybody else is arrested around him. Not a peep. This is why the solution has to come from the people. It cannot come from a politician. It cannot come from somebody who's in office. It cannot come from somebody who's been on the outskirts watching the system for 40, 50, 60 years. It's got to come from you. It's got to begin locally in the United States, everywhere in the world that you you love and value freedom. It's going to come from you because here's the thing, just like we played that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. video yesterday when RFK Jr. was talking about 
in Milan where he's talking about when governments take freedoms and liberties, they never relinquish the freedom they take. Folks, you got to understand the founding fathers, they violently struggled. They peaceably struggled first for a long time. And I'm hoping and praying to God that if we peaceably struggle to relinquish this control, these people need to be voted out of office. And I think that people, once again, are being bedazzled by politicians and their soothing words, politicians and their entertainment value. People are being glamored by this nonsense. It needs to stop. You cannot have it like this. Case in point. We have... Oh, it's an interesting article. They removed Andrew Cuomo. And when they did that, my family and I, we had a sneaking suspicion. All the laws, and you know, we knew we had to get the hell out of New York before this whole thing went down. There was a whole bunch of emergency COVID laws that Cuomo put in place. He never utilized it. He put it in place. One of those laws is these uh, the, these COVID uh, uh, um, laws, that these regulations and whatnot he put in place, statutes. One of it, one of is a thousand dollar fine if you don't have a mask on. Another one is if you are sick or suspected of being sick, to forcibly remove you. Forcibly remove you and hold you indefinitely until you're tested positive. This is New York just just leapt over. Australia, probably more so. Five bills, which are currently in committee ahead of the next legislative session, are designed to increase vaccination rates across states. This is the most vaccinated state in the country, New York. And they're having an outbreak. An outbreak. Of Omicron. Oh my God. Omicron is on an outbreak. Omicron, transform and roll out. And they're having this outbreak. And nobody's putting two and two together. Well, some people are. But the politicians, they don't care. It's like when the CEO of United Airlines and the CEO of American Airlines were brought before the, the House Committee last week. And the CEOs of the airlines are like, look, we don't think mass mandates inside of an airplane makes any sort of sense. You don't really need it. I mean, we got some pretty advanced filtration systems with HEPA filters and blue light filters, air purification standards within the airplane. It's super clean. You don't got to worry about a spread. You don't need a mask. Here's the facts. Here's the data. Politicians don't care. They're still on a federal level, mandating federal level that all airlines need to have need to have their passengers masked. It doesn't matter what the truth is. Do you understand how much of a of a a a, a, a fetishized power trip these politicians are on? These bureaucrats, they are. This is like this is an orgy for them. This is an orgy. These people are drunk on power. They're not going to stop. We put a see whatever they put forward, they can't relinquish. Mass mandates. They're going to put that forward. We're never going to relinquish that. Lockdowns. We're never going to relinquish that. Oh no, we're going to keep that going. No matter the data, because it's not about the data. It's not about truth. It's about control. It's about power. It's a religion to these people. 
We've been saving it for some time. It's a religion. And now look at this. Whew. Five bills currently in committee. Some of the bills would mandate vaccines in schools and daycares. Another would make vaccine, vaccinations a requirement for those in college. Another would allow detention of people infected or possibly exposed to the illness. Imagine that. It's like that guy in Australia. Right, I just went to the flower shop just to go do some shopping to get some flowers and some plants. And all of a sudden, I've been taken down. I've been arrested. The COVID cops have shown up to my door. And they've taken me to the COVID hotels. How do you like them apples? And we laughed. (laughs) Crazy Australia. That's happening in New York now, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've been possibly suspected... You know, they've been building COVID concentration facilities in New York. I knew about this. I said this months ago. My better than half and I talked about it. We're like, yo, you know what? The Mrs. and I, Mrs. Gorilla and I were like, yo, we got to get the hell out of here. Indefinite detention of people that are possibly suspected of being infected. If they're deemed a threat to the public health. By the governor and the health commission? Who the hell are these guys? You know the health commissioner of New York has no formal training in health. The governor of New York have no formal training in health. They're all lawyers. Lawyers. One lawmaker has proposed getting rid of religious exemptions to vaccination. Look at these Democrats going for broke. Look at these far leftist nutjobs going for broke. Get rid of the religious exemptions. Permitting only medical exemptions for all age groups. If delivered to the governor's desk and sign. And she will. She's an unelected bitch. She's a see you next Tuesday. She will sign it. You know, I think the world is going through, you know, some people call it the devouring mother, right? This whole crazy Karen feminism movement that's going on. It is the reign of of the harpies, man. It is the reign of the harpies. You have a harpy in New Zealand. You have a, a soon-to-be a harpy that's going to get bo- a, a, a blowjob's job. Boris Johnson, I like to call blo- uh, uh, Boris Johnson blowjob. He, he's going to get replaced. I talked about this. Liz Tess, whatever her name is, right? She's she's going to be the next in line to take Boris's job. You have a dingbat in Germany. You have all these things happening, okay? It's the reign of the harpies, the reign of the harlots. It's the reign of the barren women. Psychos. The New York unelected governor, Susan Hochul, unelected. She don't care. She's on a power trip. This is the psycho crazy woman who literally went to church at a church service, says, you are my apostles of the vaccine, and you must spread the, the gospel of the vaccination. Because we're the smart ones. Now, you're an idiot. She had a gold necklace that said vaxxed on it. The level of virtue signaling by these psychopaths is incredible. Four of the five proposed bills were sponsored by Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz, who represents District 81 in the Bronx. Dinowitz sponsored Assembly Bill A8378, which makes COVID-19 vaccination a requirement to attend school in the state of New York for any child between the ages of two months and 18 years of age. I remember having a talk at a friend's house in New York where his wife looked at me and my wife and said, they'll never do... This is, this is right in the middle of June when things are starting to open up a little bit in New York. We were at 25% capacity, right? They'll never mandate the vaccine for children. Well, here we are. Two months on up. You want to go to a daycare? Vaccine mandate. You want to go to send your kids... Vaccine, it's it's not going to stop. They love this. They get high off this because why? They've literally renamed something that is less dangerous than the flu. 
They they practically renamed the flu, and they're taking down civilization with it. The level of control. I mean, this is a a dream. This is this is something they couldn't do with H one N one. They couldn't get, they couldn't get away with it with swine flu and bird flu and this flu and that flu. They couldn't get a more virulent enough strain, and all of a sudden, here it comes. Here comes the coof, and you get some faulty testing equipment called the PCR test, which is not designed for this, which has a 90% false positive all over the place. And you got your perfect storm. And you got gullible, dumb, stupid sheep who are right now part of this religious group, this cult. And they'll go around like that idiot in New Zealand who drove around and got 10 shots in one day. It's incredible. So this demon, Dinowitz, wants kids as young as two months of age to get the jab. This includes any public, private, or parochial child caring center, day nursery, daycare agency, nursery school, kindergarten, elementary, intermediate, or secondary school. Dinowitz and his co-sponsors, Assemblyman Phil Steck, Richard Gottfried want to add the COVID, the COOF-19 to a list of diseases that parents or legal guardians are required to inoculate their children against. Good God. Forget the fact that this does nothing to the kids. Is Dino Witz a health expert? Is he a medical doctor? Does he practice medicine? Nope. He's a lawyer. What about Phil Steck? Maybe he's a a, 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 bio, a, a bio, biology major. Maybe he's a, a medical professional. Nope. Lawyer. What about Richard Gottfried? Maybe he's a medical professional. Nope. He's a lawyer. The list includes... So they want to take the coof and they want to add it to the list of mumps, measles, rubella, diphtheria, tetanus, pneumococcal disease, hepatitis B, among others. Oh, yes. Students have 14 days to provide proof of acts against a specified illness against the COOF-19 before school administrators are required to deny them admittance to school. This period can extend to 30 days for students transferring from another state or... or who the hell wants to transfer from another state into New York? Are you crazy? Or a country if their parents, guardian, or caretaker show a good faith effort to get necessary certification or other evidence, evidence of immunization. It appears that proof of one dose of an immunization or age-appropriate appointments scheduled to complete the immunization would constitute a good-faith effort. If a child is denied entrance, parents must go through an appeals process reviewed by the Commissioner of Education. The requirement would be considered inapplicable if New York State licensed doctor says immunization may be detrimental to a child's health. It's the only way out. At least there's a medical exam- exemption before they close that, that down. You know how many people have autoimmune issues? They have certain types of autoimmunes that cause allergic reactions to things like polyethyl glyconate, which is in the friggin' vaccine PEG, which is basically um, antifreeze. You know how many reactions people have with that? There are other people with, with rheumatoid arthritis. They can't take this stuff. You're going to lock them out of out of society? When an unvaccinated child is denied access to school, Assembly Bill A8378 requires administrators to file a report, including a child's name and address to the parent and local health authority. Schools will be required to supply the health commissioner with annual reports of which families have complied with the requirements. In such an event such that the person does not wish to select a health practitioner to administer the immunization, he or she shall be provided a form which shall give notice that a prerequisite to preceding the application for admission to or for continued attendance at the school, such person shall state a valid reason for withholding consent or consent shall be given for immunization to be administered by a health officer in the public employee or by a school physician or nurse. Dinowitz is also the force behind the assembly bill. This guy's on a roll. This guy, Dinowitz, a Jew, 
should know better than to play Joseph Mengele. You figure that he'd maybe think upon his, his ancestors. Duru, who probably escaped the pogroms and concentration camps of World War II. Maybe this, maybe this, this idiot would get a clue. But Dinowitz, he's going full retard. He ain't going to stop him. Oh, no, no. He's, he's full-on Nazi. He's all about the final solution. Assembly Bill 8-2240, which, increases, which aims to increase flu vaccination among young children. Parents in New York are sending their kids to a daycare home program or facility will be required to get their children vaccinated for the flu on top of everything else. Parents who do not want to give their kids the flu vaccine will have to fill out a form giving a valid reason for withholding consent. Without it, a health officer in the public employee or a school physician or nurse will be allowed to give consent for an unvaccinated child to get the flu shot. In other words, they will poke your child, they will jab your kid without your consent. That's wonderful. And just like Assembly uh, 8378, school administrators will have two weeks to secure proof of inoculation before they must deny admittance to an unvaccinated child. The bill is co-sponsored by Assembly members Dan Court, Al Taylor, and Diana Richardson. If New Yorkers have any brains or balls left, you need to vote these people out, period. This applies to anyone born after... Okay, this is ridiculous. It goes on and on. Dinowitz is seeking to limit exemptions. This guy's a psychopath, Jeffrey Dinowitz. And listen, look at his quote. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me scale down. Look at this. He's so smart. He's so brave. Where's his freaking? Where is it? Where is your bloody? Oh, here we go. Oh yes. Oh, look at him. This is this is the luminary Jeffrey Dinowitz. Ugh. Oh yeah. It looks like uh. What is that? Uh, what is that? The 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 tranny uh, health commissioner who's uh, right now a uh, an admiral, <laughs> Richard Levine, Rachel Levine. Yeah, I'm gonna call him Richard. This is like Richard Levine's brother, right here. Look at this guy. Maybe he'll transition. Okay, maybe he'll transition. This is what this is what Jeffrey Dinowitz said. Once again, anti-vaxxers show their ignorance of both the science and history. Oh, history. No, you dumb fuck. You don't know jack shit about science, and you don't know your history. Oh, my God. What kind of Jew are you, bro? Seriously, look at this guy. This guy is like Mengele's playbook right here. Mengele would be proud of you. Do you know what's John Gilmore's effort to co-opt the civil rights movement and MLK's I Have a Dream speech in the name of anti-vaxxers disgusting our friends. This guy is crazy. This guy is nuts. You want to know what a psychopath looks like? It's this idiot right here. Absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. Yes. All of this served up. I mean, this gets worse. And the reason why I'm breaking down this whole entire New York thing, okay, is because this is the blueprint for every blue shithole state in which they want to also the blueprint that they want to implement in the rest of the country if they get their wish in their wet dream fantasy. But thankfully, we don't have a parliamentary system here. Thankfully, individual states have their own rights. Thankfully, there's separation of powers. But you better bet your bottom dollar, once they pull this off in New York, it's going to go to New Jersey, it's going to go to Rhode Island, excuse me, go to Rhode Island and Massachusetts and Vermont and California and Washington and Oregon all the blue hellholes are going to get. The, they're going to be treating their their citizens the same way, and their citizenry will love it. They'll love it. They'll be like, "Oh, yes, govern me harder, Daddy." Yes, yes, booster me harder, Daddy. As that meme would say, they'll love it. They're going to love it. They're going to love it. It's going to be the greatest thing for them. In addition, Dina, which is co-sponsoring Bill. 2798, which is sponsored by Assemblyman Richard Gottfried. If passed, this bill will require all healthcare providers to report all immunizations administered to anyone over the age of 19 in New York City to the Department of Health or Regional Health Information. You know, they are creating a database of people, of families, and kids. Why are they doing that? 
Why are they doing that? Why are they creating the database? Because they're going to SWAT team you and separate you from your kids. They're going to deny you the right to purchase a firearm. They're going to deny you the right of even buying food, going to a supermarket. If you want food, you're going to have to do an online delivery. And those systems are always backed up and or late. This is what they want. This is what they want. Gottfried is considered one of America's leading state policymakers, a sponsor of 500 laws. His influence had made New York State one of the most progressive states in the country. His influence has turned New York State into a shithole. These people are sick. New York residents who are confirmed, listen to this, or suspected of having the disease will be held at a medical facility or appropriate facility or premises designated by the governor. Think about that. Those detained have the right to request a release from the facilities and to be represented by legal counsel. While access to legal counsel upon request is protected under the bill, that access will be facilitated to the extent feasible under the circumstances. How do you like that? You get caught because you happen to go get a Subway sandwich at 2 a.m. like Jesse Smouillet. You want to be like Jesse Smouillet and go get a Subway sandwich at 2 a.m. All of a sudden, somebody else was there, and they happened to test positive for COOF. And thanks to all the contact tracing apps that most idiots have downloaded onto their damn phone or and or activated. Now they're getting picked up. And now you're getting snatched and grabbed. And you're being brought to a, a detention facility or another appropriate medical facility. So loving. I want a lawyer. I want to speak to my legal counsel. Well, we'll do that to you as feasible as the circumstances will allow. What the hell does that mean? If we feel like calling a lawyer on your behalf, we'll allow you to have access to legal counsel. That's what that means. You're not living in America anymore. If you're in a blue hellhole, you're not living in America anymore. Detained people are allowed to provide contact information for a reasonable number of their friends. What does that mean? One, you can have contact of maybe one or two people. And family to the department. So the state can notify them of the person's removal to a designated facility to the extent feasible. You get snatched and grabbed. You're going to call your mom, your dad, maybe your spouse. Let's just say you're on a business trip in New York and you happen to be near somebody who had the coof tested positive, which means nothing. And then what? Folks, if you ain't got a Faraday bag, man, I'm telling you right now, you better be ordering some right now from Amazon. Throw your damn phones in there. Get rid of your damn phones. Time to put like go go to go to Calix OS. You need to get rid of this shit. I'm serious. This is nuts. Within 60 days of the start of detention, the governor and his or her delegee have to obtain. Listen to this. How many days are you in this damn facility? Within 60 days of the start of detentions. Wait a minute, I thought you are just going to quarantine me for 12 days until I test negative. 60 days of the start of detention, the governor and his, his or her delegee have to obtain a court order authorizing the detention? Within 90 days, a court order must review the detention, which cannot continue for more than five business days after a request has been, for release has been made. In addition to the governor, the orders could be issued by the health commissioner or heads of local health departments. A person who is detained in a medical facility 
or other appropriate facility or premises shall not conduct himself or herself in a disorderly manner and shall not leave or attempt to leave such facility or premises until he or she is discharged, the bill states. Perry's bill also grants the governor or his or her delegee the power at his or her discretion. Who are these people? To issue and seek enforcement of any other order that he or she determines necessary? Are these like medical professionals? No, they're bureaucrats. They're lawyers. They're order takers. These are scum. To issue and seek enforcement of any other order that he or she determines are necessary or appropriate to prevent dis dissemination or transmission of contagious diseases or illnesses that may pose a threat to the public health. Under this broad provision, the governor or appointed health officials would require individuals to isolate or quarantine to be tested or medically examined to or submit or to an appropriate prescribed course of treatment, prevention, medication, or vaccination. Latest of this bill, which is most recently proposed, this bill offers a clear, direct path to unconstitutional indefinite detainment on the governor's sole authority, said Cody Anderson, chair of the Libertarian Party in New York. Yo, let these people have it. They're doing such a good job collapsing their own cities. They're collapsing their own states. They're doing a great job lining up for their 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 first jab, their second jab, their boosters. They can't wait for the fourth and fifth boosters to come out. They want all the boosters. Let them have. Let them all die. Die faster. That's my advice to all the blue far leftists out there living in these blue states. Die faster. Die faster. Let them have it. Let them have their their concentration camp fetish fulfilled. Forget the research. Forget everything. Thank you, Bill P., for the super chat. And this is where we need to draw the line, folks. This is where the line needs to be drawn. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Listen to this. And if we don't comply... Us red states, we need to be really afraid of the woke military. The continued purging of the military is ongoing. The continued purging of the military is ongoing. Oh, yeah. Warning that extremism in the ranks is increasing. Pentagon officials issued detailed new rules Monday prohibiting service members from actively engaging in extremist activities. What is extremist activity? Criticize the policies of your government. Make religious statements. Uh, believe that the election was stolen. Do not believe the official narratives of things like 9-11 and January 6th. These are all extremist activities, according to Lloyd Austin, the affirmative action hire over at the Pentagon. The Pentagon officials detailed the new rules. The new guidelines come, come early, or nearly a year after some current and former service members participated okay, in the riot. A riot at the at, at, at the at the at the at the Capitol. Oh my God. Oh my God. Officials said the new policy doesn't largely change what is prohibited, but is more of an effort to make sure troops are clear on what they can and can't do while still protecting their First Amendment right to free speech. Bullshit. People should be resigning out of the military in mass. The new policy lays out in detail the banned activities, which range from advocating terrorism. What does that mean? Advocating terrorism. How about this? Black Lives Matter is a fraudulent group. It is a money laundering group that is utilized to foment terror 
in black neighborhoods and to destroy minority and black owned businesses. That's what Black Lives Matter is. Has nothing to do with black lives. Oh my God, I just made a terrorist. That's a terrorist statement. That's a terrorist statement. What was wrong yesterday is still wrong today, said one senior official, but several officials said that as a study group spoke with service members this year, they found that many want a clearer definition of what and what was not allowed. Of course not. Why would they want clear definitions? They want the most glib answers as possible. The most glib answers. Domestic violent extremism and hate speech. These are just broad brush terminology so they can purge their ranks. If you're in the military and you're listening to me, I, ad- I advise you to resign. I advise you to quit. I advise you to not re-sign up. If you're thinking about signing up, look, man, you're not fighting for freedom. You're not fighting for democracy. You're fighting for corporate profits of banksters. That's what you're doing. I'm sorry nobody's told you this before. You want to serve your country? Go ahead and serve your local and state governments. Win back freedom and liberty at the state and local levels. Do that. This is what I said. We need two countries, man. These people are completely incompatible with us. Completely incompatible with us. This is why the unipolar world must die. I'm sick of these people. They have nothing to offer us. None of their candidates. None of their politicians. None of their personalities. None of their celebrities. None of what they do. They have nothing to offer us. We don't need them. Let them enjoy their communist nightmare. Let them have at it. Let them jab let them have jab parties where they go and they vaccinate each other and they stick booster shots up their rear ends. Let them go ahead and do that. But as as for me and my house, we will not partake. Let them have their blue state hell holes. Let them walk around with 10 or 15 masks on their face. It's all good. We are on a dangerous slope, and I'm telling you right now, every, every red state governor, every red state politician, you better draw the line, otherwise the people will hold you accountable. I think the blue states are gone, man. They're gone. Or the people of the blue states better wake up. Look, there's still a, a fighting spirit. I can't talk about the liberals in New York. But what I can say about the ethnic communities that make up New York, there's a fighting spirit, a grit, and determination. I am praying to God that those communities wake up and push back against this. Talking about the Jewish community there, the, the, the uh, Hispanic communities, the the Asian communities that are there, the Caribbean communities that are there, they ain't going to take this lying down. A lot of these people, they came from countries where they don't trust the government nor the currency of the governments. I'm hoping that they rise up and they put a stop to this and they get rid of Susan Holt. Recall that bitch. Get rid of Dinowitz, Joseph Mengele 2.0 over there. Anthony Fauci wanted to be a lawyer. These people don't know the science. Bitch, you don't know the science. Talking about, I I don't know the science. You don't know the science. These people have catchphrases. These are empty suits with catchphrases and axioms. They have no knowledge. They're mindless lemmings and parrots. And they go around. Trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. Trust the science, trust the science. You don't believe in the science. How about I stick my foot up your ass? Why don't you tell me the scientific probability of that? That's the holy hope for New York. It's for the the vibrant 
ethnic communities that are there and the hardworking communities that are in the suburbs, the white middle-class communities that are, that are still red. Because, look, the entire state is being held hostage by two locations, New York City and Albany. The rest of the state is predominantly red, shockingly. I went up, I remember one time going to Lake George. The amount of Trump flags was insane. Y'all better wake up. Everybody that loves freedom in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, y'all better wake up. Because these liberals are really feeling themselves. They're really feeling themselves. They, you know, they, they, ca- they, they learn some new catchphrase on social media or CNN. They, they hear about stuff like, you know, I trust the science. <laughs> Wearing masks, look at me. And, and they, they, they don't care about their kids. You understand, folks, you would think that during the ancient times when the, when the Canaanites will sacrifice their children to, to the god Moloch, they weren't crying as they laid their kids into the fiery belly of Moloch. They weren't crying when they heard the screams of their children screaming in pain as they're being engulfed and consumed by their flames. No, they were in a euphoric trance. They were in a, in a level of euphoria that borders on some sort of a sexual energy. And that's how these liberals are, as they take their kids to have a needle jabbed into their arms. They feel this righteous euphoria. And it was the Karens that did it. It's the Karens that placed the babes into the hands of the high priest who would then take the babe and put it into the belly of Moloch to be burned and consumed. It's the same energy. The Jezebel spirit, the the Karen spirit. The Karens who cucked their husbands and deballed them, emasculating them, and then taking the kids and having the kids get jabbed. She's having a, a, a euphoric sexual experience, thinking that she's doing the right thing. She's prostrating herself in front of the state. As a Canaanite woman would prostrate herself in front of Moloch and the high priest. They don't care about their kids. They don't even care about their own lives. They will do anything for this. Folks, this is a religion to these nut jobs. They don't believe in... See, it's human nature to believe in something. If I flew over a deserted island that happened to have some inhabitants there and I threw a can of Coke out the window and I come back in about a month or two, they will be worshipping that can of Coke Coke, and they would have all sorts of fancy regalia and an altar built towards that can of empty Coke. That empty can of Coke. They'll venerate it as a God. It is the proclivity. It is the design of humans to worship something. You're going to worship something. The atheist worships human advancements. He cannot explain where morality comes from. He believes in the nonsense called evolution. And I've debated millions of people, I won't say millions, I've debated many people in that regard with evolution, and I've crushed them quite easily. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I have a heavy bio background. But these people, you're going to worship something. You're going to worship the... You're going to worship the state? You're going to lay prostrate before it? Or you're going to worship a God, a creator that ordered all things, that call things that are not as if they were? You're, one way or another, your knee will bow to something. And right now, I don't care if you're a Christian, a Jew, a Muslim, a Buddhist, an atheist. Right now, we are in the fight for our life and right now, you need to believe in something bigger than yourselves in order to get this country back. The best case scenario we have is a two-state solution. That is the best case scenario. There's no putting Humpty Dumpty back together again after this, buddy. I'm telling you right now. Ain't no. 
are you're not even compatible with these people, folks. The divisions in America were all there. It was there for many, many years. And all it took was this pandemic to bring it about. We're at war. It is asymmetric. It is covert. It is informational. It is psychological. But make no mistake, we are at war, and this is for all the marbles. It's for all the marbles. And that's what I got to say. Thank you all for listening in. This is the end of the broadcast. Um, CJ and I will be back tomorrow. Uh, Gush hopefully should be joining us. <clears throat> We're not having Matthew today at 2 o'clock. Matt will be back next week. It's the holidays. So catch you all tomorrow. This is the gorilla over and out. <laughs>